Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Hey, everything entertainment. Hey, you big loser. Hey, you're a loser. You're a loser. You lose. You loser. Hashtag winning over here. Uh, Donna <laughs> and I are having a behind the scenes squabble this morning regarding our Facebook question. Now, we both have access to uh, to a shared document. So, we you know, we can do things from different places and put stuff in. And we had a, a debate as to who got the Facebook question in first. So you're telling me, I, I mean, honest to goodness, what are the chances, what are the odds that we both put into the shared document in different places, but at the same exact minute, right. what we think the Facebook question should be today? That is correct. It and happened at 744. Uh-huh. I we, did a little uh, forensic research here. I, I didn't know that you could do that. I didn't either. I was looking for ways to find out because I know I'm not crazy and you were trying to uh, depict me as a crazy person. And I know that I'm not crazy. You were calling me a liar saying I'm a man of low moral character. <laughs> I'm reading between the lines, but still. And then you said, I'll look into uh, I'll look into it. And then you found out we both put them in at 744. So that means Donna had a question for Facebook today. Mm-hmm. You know, our Facebook question should have been, which Facebook question do you want this to be? Yes. Donna's Facebook uh, suggestion was, today is World Emoji Day. Right. Which emoji do you use the most? Great people, question. And then people could you put the emoji. I, Actually yes, use I think the emoji. I think that is fun. Fun on Facebook. Probably not as strong ah. as a talkable conversation mm. on the radio. Because then what would we do? Poop emoji, crying laughter emoji. And then we would I... discuss the origins of those emojis. We, okay. we would take a deep dive. Okay, I like that. That's a good defense of your position. Uh, my question was, it's also, you know, on the National Calendar Day, it's always multiple things at once. Today is National Lottery Day. So there's a story with five fun facts about the lottery. We'll get to it at 1030. And don't let me get to my question before you it. The Facebook question today that I suggested in the same minute was, what's the coolest, best thing you've ever won? We'll have people saying, I want a trip to yeah, London. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I won blah, blah, blah. Good. But we gave the tiebreaker, just like in the uh, when we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, which returns next week. Sometimes we have to go to a tiebreaker. And the tiebreaker was who sent the email to Millennial Hannah first. <laughs> and Donna, I win. I win again. All right. You're fine. a loser. Um, no, you're a loser, but you win this time. All right. Overall uh, you know, loser. I'll tell you what. I have a good example. Of, <laughs> in life, still a loser. Um, I had a kind of a winning losing moment at the same time yesterday. At the end of Twin, so at the end of Twin Cities Live, 
I ended up covered in cottage cheese. But here's the progression of what happened. We were doing, remember, um, we've, we partnered with the Neighborhood Development Center here on MyTalk. Yes. Trying to rebuild the Twin Cities businesses impacted by COVID and the social unrest and the riots. Yes. So Wonderful now uh, Channel 5 is doing that. KSTP is doing it. It's a station-wide I see initiative. I that, yeah. And uh, so it's called Rebuild Twin Cities. So yesterday we were doing a phone bank that was happening all day on Channel 5. So during Twin Cities Live, the bosses started saying, well, what could we do? Because there's something that we could do to say if we get the X amount, just like you and I have done when we showed pictures of our ugly feet. What, what could we do to raise <laughs> a little extra money? So they set the bar low. And they said, well, how about if we raise an extra $500? $500, we will have this happen. Elizabeth will get to eat Old Home Cottage Cheese, which she loves, mm-hmm. in the studio. She'll get to eat it. I'm not a fan of cottage cheese, so we'll have Steve's kids dump cottage cheese onto his head. Oh, okay. So yet again, the Twin Cities Live story plays out. Elizabeth looking poised and put together, and me looking like a total mm, Loser. So, loser, loser. So, so, they say we're going to do 500 bucks. So then they raise it right before the show, realizing, wait, that's a little bit low. All right, we got to get to $1,000. So we're kind of making fun of that amount. Elizabeth and I like, come on, we know that the Twin Cities Live viewers will get us to 1000 So I said, look, if we get it to 2000 I'll do it without my shirt on. And I'm not in prime shape right now. Hmm. I'm in a shape, but it's not a good shape. And so then we're like, fine, we'll do that at 2000 I'm in a shape. <laughs> <laughs> Oblong. <laughs> so then, like ten minutes into the show, we are, we very quickly passed the three thousand dollar threshold. We're way past the Steve with his shirt off. So then I said, "Look, if we get to four thousand, I'll just do it in a bath towel." So oh, they haven't posted it online yet, thank the Lord. But in the same moment, we won because we raised over four thousand dollars in a brief period of Congratulations. time. Congratulations! That's outstanding. We lost, the Twin Cities lost, because at the end of yesterday's Twin Cities Live at 4, so at about 4.20, uh, it is Stevie Boy in a bath towel, slouched over, Lou shooting this <laughs> with some, Elizabeth says, Steve, she's not giving you good angles here. And I say, and you know what I said for the first time, wasn't my first time shirtless on the show, but I said for the very first time, I'm not going to do any push-ups beforehand. I'm not going to try to suck in my dad bod gut right now. I'm just going to let it ride. And then my kids came in and dumped cottage cheese on me. It was a real winning, losing moment. And I thought, you know, take a picture of my headshot for the station. That's how I felt about 2020 going into the year. <laughs> and then take a still shot of me topless in my tub covered in cottage cheese that's how 2020 has turned out so far <laughs> you know i probably would have paid better money to see elizabeth have cottage cheese dumped on her like being I know, slimed at the kids choice awards we did that one time usually they always just have me as sort of you know the monkey the, boy the, the monkey yeah boy. and uh we did it once at the state fair where she lost a bet and then i got to put a uh, cream pie in her face. Oh, that's fun. And then I decided for good measure she can put one in my face too. What the heck? But generally the 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 story is she's the straight man and you know she's Dean Martin, I'm Jerry Lewis and so sure. I'm the one who gets cottage cheese dumped right. on me. But it's very also very predictable. I want to see Elizabeth be smashed in the face with a glob of cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to be honest, that sounded a smidge aggressive. Smashed in the face. 
You know, just flung at her from like 15 oh. different people, just being flung <laughs> like off a spatula. You know, just put and a then, big glob on it and then fling. Yes, boomerang it right onto her big old face. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so aggressive. I will say when my I kids love Elizabeth, it on but me, she's so pretty, you know, and so elegant. So you want to see her in a bad spot. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I get it. Um, when my kids dumped the cottage cheese on me, what we found out was it it doesn't like, it's not like a cream pie. It doesn't naturally just pour over you. It's certainly not like slime on Nickelodeon. <laughs> it comes out in like a, and then just like plops onto, and then it all plopped onto my hair. My hair held Great. it up for a little bit. Because there's but some big the, pieces, some little pieces. By the end of it, it was it was very dirty. And by the way, we got an email <laughs> on the Twin Cities Live side. In the event that we would get one over here on the on, on the MyTalk side, someone had said, and they all there's always one person who will say this. Um, I can't believe that you would waste four things of cottage cheese. There to is which that. we said we did thirty dollars worth of cottage cheese, which helped us raise four thousand dollars for local businesses. We'll take that trade off. Yeah, but thank you for your concern. Yes. I By the way, it. I tasted a little bit of that cottage cheese. I just don't like that stuff. It's the really? texture, right? It's the texture. I love it. Oh. oh, I love to make like a spaghetti squash with garlic and olive oil and then mix in a big old glob of cottage cheese and oh. eat it. Thank you. I got to go. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have some things that make us go, huh. I will tell you something very alarming that happens to your mattress after 10 years. So you oh, buy no. it day one, 10 years later. You won't. This is mind-boggling no. to me. I'll explain what happens, plus some other head-scratching facts on uh. things that make you go, huh? It's next on Donna and Steve. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Don't forget, coming up at 1130 today, because it's Friday. Another edition of Drunk Donna and Stoner Steve. I'm concerned about uh, what our producer brother Rob is going to think about us, (laughs) because... I don't know what his view of us is as a starting point, um, but I feel like at about 11.38 after he's heard our idiocy play out at half speed, uh, it's going to be lower. Um, I've heard I've heard some of the segments. Okay. Here. So you get the gist, right? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This all happened because one day I was listening to a Conan O'Brien podcast and realized that he sounded really really weird like he was talking so fast and i couldn't understand why and i was new to podcasting or at least listening to podcasts and i'm like i don't understand realize that you have the ability to speed it up or slow it down come so, to find out mm-hmm. I know. that when you slow us down we sound really impaired and it is Very. quite humorous so we've got that coming up at 11 30 but first things that make you go Uh, I'm going to tell you this. It's not going to bug you out like, oh, I can't sleep on my mattress anymore. But it'll stay with you. You'll remember this fact. A mattress doubles its weight. No. After no. 10 years of usage. Don't tell me it's because of dust mites. Not. It's because it collects dust. It collects dust mites. And throughout this time, vermin... Eat tiny parts of our skin, which fall down into the mattress folds. What is that memory foam? No, that's my skin. Well, remember I was saying that's why your bedroom is always so dusty? Do you notice? Am I the only one with a dusty bedroom? I could dust today. (laughs) And by Sunday, it'll be like, 
what? Why did I even bother? It's could just be because again. you're sleeping nude. I don't know. Well, I think we all have. We, we're all shedding our skin, right? And if yeah. you have a pet, oh, add yeah. to that another, I don't know, 55%. How much of, of his shedding hair do you not even see anymore? Oh, no. Because you, you've I lived with it. the dogs. Oh, you do. Okay. I do you stay on day. it or are you like, oh, the heck with it? I stay on it. Yeah. Because also in the kitchen, you know, you don't want to be cooking with dog hair flying around. It's, it's like little tumbleweed. You know, I'll be like, oh, my gosh, look at that. I just need to vacuum pretty much to stay on top of it every day. I don't, but I need to. Oh, that's a lot of... I got to say a few times a week I have to vacuum. Yeah. Furniture. I have... a. Um, oh. As long as I don't have company, I have like sheets that kind of match the color of my couches. Like tucked really tight into the couch so you can hardly tell. And he's only allowed on the couch if there's a sheet covering the actual fabric now that's one step away from the plastic you know when grandparents used to have plastic on Can the you furniture even buy that anymore i don't even I know don't where know. to buy that Unbe- how did they sell that how did they sell it because you know, know with no disrespect if you sit on a couch and then on you sit if you sit on that same couch but with a plastic covering there's a difference in comfort <laughs> my it- grandma used to have hers covered um but here's what i would think I would think you use that plastic covering if you have, say, a cabin and you're not there a lot and you want to protect the furniture. I don't think it's it's very inviting for everyday use. Right. Company. Yeah. I don't know. So you take the sheets off of the furniture before company comes over. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hey, we all have our things, right? Yes. Now, this is intriguing. Rejection. And physical pain are the same to your brain. That's why it hurts. It's called muopioid sensory receptors that are activated when you are rejected. They happen to be the same receptors that work when you feel physical pain. So if you've ever been rejected, think of a breakup. And then you feel it like you actually feel it in your body. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That is because you have the same muopioid sensory receptors that are activated i gotta say that is probably the worst pain yes rejection emotionally like like a like a breakup kind of a pain it is so it is so especially when you're blindsided and you Mm. think that you're living the dream yeah whoa yes Mine's doing it too don't worry my voice has been cracking over the last there's a lot of like schmutz outside Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But the schmutz was in the mattress. The schmutz is everywhere. You can't avoid the schmutz. I'm enjoying talking to you. <laughs> Not often I get to talk to a grown-up. There's actually an excessive schmutz uh, watch for tomorrow. Oh, is there? Yes. Oh, because it's going to be super uh-huh. humid. Yeah. yeah. Not a warning yet. It's this just is your a watch. Sh- this is your schmutz update. Well, you know, brought to you by Mattress Giant. It <laughs> <laughs> would be a lot more fun if our meteorologists were just using terms like that. Because we yeah. know what you mean by it. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, if there's high humidity or a high dew point, couldn't we just say, what is it? Um, the uh, high schwitzing. <laughs> the is schmutz like, level. Yeah, schmutz is high. Yeah. You may schwitz by the end of the day. Make sure if you have asthma, you stay inside. Speaking of schwitzing, farts have been clocked at a speed of 10 feet per second, which is seven miles per hour. I could have gone all day without ever hearing that. I want more. I'm like, this feels like a headline uh, for a, for an article I want to read. Does this help? propel you though in that direction at that same speed <laughs> yeah do you end up like whatever the equivalent of seven wings. miles per hour forward would be? oh lord i'm uncomfortable all right fine i'll talk about this now oh this is this is sort of interesting too during the night your intervertebral discs relax and they expand resulting in you actually being one percent taller in the morning than you are in the evening Oh, really? Yes, because all day you're just sort of compressing your spinal column. But at night, on a, during an extended, just horizontal experience, you're just laying down. Things start to stretch out again. They're not as compacted. So you can check your height in the morning. You can check your height in the evening. They'll be just a little bit different. Hmm. Not to mention the weight thing. You know, I was thinking about that last night. I was going to weigh myself at the end of the night, and I thought, you know, I don't want to see. I don't want to see what the what the day is, and I have all this stuff in me. But I'm so intrigued by what happens in your body that you could be lighter the first thing in the morning, even if you haven't gone pee in the middle of the night, because your body is burning actual fat. Where does it go? It goes into, it comes out of your mouth and into the atmosphere. It's really fascinating. I just made that up. I hope it's true. Goes into the mattress. (laughs) It goes into the mattress. That's why the mattress is so heavy. Oh Uh, you guys, when we come back, I watched a documentary um, on a movie star that is from a different perspective than any other movie I've seen about her before. I'll tell you all about it coming up. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Don't forget, we've teamed up with the St. Paul Saints again to bring you Cat Video Festival 2020. It's the virtual quarantine edition. Yeah, we know that you've just been hanging out with your cat for a really long time, and you've probably <laughs> fired up that phone and taken video after video. So now you can actually submit that video. It could be featured at the Cat Video Festival. On uh, Thursday, it's going to be August the 20th. 8 p.m. is when it premieres online. If you submit your video, you could win $1,000 for it. How about that? More info found at mytalk1071.com. Keyword, cat. Are you familiar with the um, mystery surrounding the death of Natalie Wood? Yes. Like, I've always been vaguely aware of it. But it's always been sort of sort of in passing, and I've never watched a special on it or oh, anything really? like that. Oh, really? Right. 
Okay, so I've always just kind of been fascinated because there's all this mystery surrounding um, her death. Um, The gist of it is she was filming a movie with Christopher Walken. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Ah, oh, oh, <laughs> I, thought ahead, were, I thought you were asking me to do a Christopher Walken impression. No, no. So I was trying to like, wait, I, and I don't Need do one. Cowbell. I'm walking here. That's what I was right, looking sorry. for. Okay, so she was requ- she was filming a movie, I believe, in North Carolina. Okay? Okay. They, the producer and director, they needed to go back to Los Angeles and um, do some shots in studio okay. on on the studio set okay so he wasn't from los angeles he was in town to do this with natalie wood she is married to robert wagner they decide because he doesn't live here he's a guest let's have dinner with him let's take him out on our boat okay well things happen and she is not on the boat in the morning and her body is found about a mile away and she is dead. And the an, an investigation took place. I mean, the Coast Guard was on this. The police department was on this. And there's always been speculation as to what really happened on that boat between sure. Robert Wagner, Christopher Walken. They got into a, uh, an argument. They were really drunk. Um He smashes a wine bottle out of anger. Who's on, he? Walken or uh, Wagner? Wagner. Robert Wagner, Natalie Wood's husband. And there's been speculation that maybe Robert Wagner killed her. Um, what really happened that night? Did he push her off the the boat? Um, he has an opportunity, but not until the end of this film, to tell his story. So this is a really different kind of movie on Natalie Wood because it, it helps you to empathize with the family angle of the story. So it's about Natalie Wood told from their point of view and it tries to focus on her film career, her experiences as a mom, a wife, daughter of um Russian immigrants, and it's more a celebration of her accomplishments which have been overshadowed by mm. all the interest in the mystery surrounding her death. Mm. I have a little bit of the trailer for okay. you and uh we'll just listen to a little bit just to give you a feel. The day my mom died, my entire world was shattered. Since then, there's been so much focus on how she died that it's overshadowed who she was as a person. I am Natasha Gregson Wagner, and my mom was Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood falls into the category of an icon. She's like this mythology character. She had a big heart, and that showed up in her work. I've enjoyed the part where you at, not the stardom that follows it. The studio system controlled everything in her life. She wanted to have control over the choices. I did get the right to choose West Side Story. She was one of the few women that had that power. My mom had a string of relationships. RJ was the love of her life. It was like two parts of the same whole. Nat and RJ were both major stars. Natalie and I got married in Paradise Cove. We got a boat together and spent most weekends in Catalina. So you get the gist of it. So they said they set it up, you know, um, who she was, who she, you know, was to her kids. 
on what she accomplished, how big of a star she really, truly was. Hmm. There are, uh, so her daughter Natasha acts as a host and interviewer. And then there's lots of talks with um, her stepdad, Robert Wagner, who they refer to as RJ, you heard in that clip. Okay. And then her biological father, their other kids, Mia Farrow, um, Robert Redford, her personal assistant, her publicist, producers, Jill St. John, who Robert Wagner ended up marrying uh, later on. It's just really fascinating. I appreciated the angle. Hmm. Um, but they don't even really cover the night of her death until, I would say, the last 20 minutes. Um, but she, do you find that refreshing in how they're approaching that story, or are you like, okay, I see what you're trying to do here, but still, I want to get into that. I think, I think, I feel both, but I feel like I did get an explanation because she does talk to Robert Wagner about it. You could tell the way he shifts in his chair, like his demeanor changes, like there's a little bit of tension hmm. because he's sitting there telling. This little girl that little girl, well, she's probably close to 50 now, but he's telling her his daughter about a night when he got drunk. His anger got the best of him. Um, He talked about what happened. I really don't even want to give that away because to hear his perspective, it actually it, it actually sounds like to me like it was an accident. And. Mm. You know, they did reopen the case not that long ago because the the guy, the captain of the ship, the ship, the boat, yeah, wrote a book and said some things about Robert Wagner, whereas he said he locked him in his cabin um, before he could call the authorities. Um, there's also... Natalie's sister wrote a book too, I believe. Her name is Lana. They kind of discredit her during this movie. It's it's very good. I really, really like it. I watched it on HBO. I think you could also find it on Hulu and Amazon Prime. Hmm. It's really good, Steve. I'm I'm on a documentary tear these days. You are. I'm watching some yeah, some. Now you've good got stuff. me reading this article on biography.com about all of the Things that are happening with the ship captain, what he's having to say regarding it. Oh, man. I know. It's really, um, you know, Robert Wagner does go on to say that what had happened with um, Christopher Walken was he recognized what a talent that Natalie Wood was. And I think Natalie was veering toward being spending more time with her family rather than focusing on her career for a little bit. And he was trying to lean her towards her career. And Robert Wagner was basically like, Hey, it's none of your business. Stay out of it. Sure. And he was getting, you know, really PO'd with Christopher Walken, who by the way, is not part of the documentary. He declined to be a part of it, but it is called Natalie Wood. What remains behind and it's told from the perspective of the family. It's a really nice tribute to her. I have to say, I learned more about her while watching this than I ever have in all these years. Well, that's positive. Yeah. You know, good for them, too. And that's a, it's kind of a, it's tough to call it a love letter, but the, the concept of, like, let's honor mom, let's celebrate her life, as opposed to simply shining another light 
on the case surrounding her death. Exactly. You Ugh. got it. But the next thing I want to see, now there's a couple of podcasts that I want to watch. Uh, that's listen the to. thing. It always spins you right into another one, right? I Where know. you're, because you, 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 that's over and you're like, uh, what else can I, you know, fill that void with? Right. Like I want to start listening to, I think it's only four parts, Origins, um, the uh, almost famous podcast. About the movie, so they get all the players, all the cast, right? Um, and it's an interview thing. So I want to l- listen to that, and then I hear people talking about this Dirty Diana podcast. And this oh, with is the, with Demi Moore, yeah, yes. This is an. In, do you know what this is about, Steve? No, I just know the Michael Jackson song. Okay, so this podcast is a scripted podcast, mm. and it's like erotica oh so it's six episodes i think they're about 30 minutes a piece and i think it just came out like maybe less than a week ago and it tells the story of this dying marriage and how two partners find their way back to each other um um through this sex website thing Hmm. (laughs) it's like this confession I got I have to read. Is more this about almost it. like? Um, oh, what's that song? I listened to the trailer and I was like, "What is this?" Do they both know that they're going to that website? I or don't is it, know. Is it like a uh, if you like pina coladas? Good question. You know what I'm saying? If you know that song, of course, it's two people looking for love away from their partner, only to find out they respond to each other's ad and uh, right. find love again. Nice, Steve. If you like me, Okay, Rob, I, I apologize. I'm really sorry. To my wife tonight. Okay, if you like Peter Let us know how that goes on Monday from your hotel <laughs> room. <laughs> is, is there a button I can push when he does that? I, you know, <laughs> I'm pushing the button. The that makes my voice like that. Anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. Listen, Steve. Rob, when you have a gift, you got to share it, you know? I appreciate that, man. Um, I'm okay with Here's a question. Donna. What? Oh, by the way, very quickly before I uh, tell you what's coming up next, and if you see something, say something. Oh, my gosh. Somebody, uh, just as I'm doing sort of my Scott Stapp derivative there, um, I, someone reached out to me on Twitter and said, I don't know uh, like how I couldn't have seen. I, I, I saw a video that they sent me of Scott Stapp performing at, I think it was the year 2000 or 2002, performing at the... Thanksgiving Day, half Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving Day halftime show at a Dallas Cowboys game. Imagine Scott Stapp from Creed in a what appears to be tucked in Dallas Cowboys jersey. (laughs) Also, a guy flying through the air on like, you know, those ribbons that you can like pull yourself up in and then like release yourself. And you spin around. Doing that, but like sort of flying as well as he's, he's, can you take me here? He's trying to take a page out of Pink's book. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll find the video (laughs) and then maybe we can play it at some point before the show is through. But, oh, it's great. Anyway, meanwhile. Uh, coming up tonight, uh, no, tonight, I said tonight because my wife is texting me and I'm like, is she listening to the show? And I'm thinking about tonight. Coming up after the break is what I meant to say. Has Howie Mandel been kidnapped? Oh. There is a theory Hmm. that was floating around because of a series of TikTok videos that the funny man had released. I'll explain 
and then offer Howie's take on all of this, which got me thinking of the uh, kind of related question. Have we yet seen Richard Simmons? Remember, we were all concerned oh, about Richard yeah, Simmons? Oh, yeah, good question. Where's he been? Anyway, we'll dig into all of that when we return on the Don and Steve Show on My Talk. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine. That's me, Steve Patterson. Hey, everybody. That's him. And Brother Rob helping us out today because Don McLean is on vacation. Good morning. Hello. Let's do this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Yeah. Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I looked at the video again. It is from a 2001 halftime performance. Creed performing at the Dallas Cowboys game on Thanksgiving. And the the, juxtap- the, the, the the juxtaposition of Scott Stapp fist-pumping in the air, wearing this oversized Cowboys jersey, while a bald guy, like a, like a Cirque du Soleil kind of a performer, is on these ribbons flying around the Cowboys stadium as he sings, Can You Take Me Higher? <laughs> it's just... It's just a uh, lot. If you share that with me, Steve, I will post it on our show links page. Donna, I am efforting. I am uh, trying to figure out how I can... I'll get it to you from YouTube. I was looking at it on Twitter. It's just outstanding. Now, to Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel was not kidnapped. He actually had to make a video assuring his fans that he had not been kidnapped. People thought he was trying to send some secret SOS messages because he was doing some weird stuff on TikTok. Let me explain. Uh, <laughs> he's been posting some TikTok videos, just random, weird, silly. He's Howie Mandel. A little while ago, he posted one making fun of how everybody's being just crafty during quarantine and stay-at-home times. So his craft idea was to take a paper bag and write shoe stuff on it. <laughs> And then turn it into a container for just, like, your shoe stuff. I don't know. <laughs> shoe polish, shoe strings, whatever. Shoes. Okay, I didn't even know that that would be a thing. He created it. He's, he's poking fun at it all, saying, look, it's shoe like stuff. a bag for your shoe stuff. But some people <laughs> decided that he had been kidnapped because he was acting a little bit odd. And he was wearing a shirt that said, Santa Monica supposedly to let people know where he was being imprisoned. What? How do they conclude that? Well, when he pointed to the words shoe stuff on the bag, he emphasized the S-O-S. Oh. And he's been making a lot of weird TikTok videos. But I, you know, he's Howie Mandel. He just makes weird weird videos all the time. It's very funny. Okay, I don't know if you ever have a chance to listen to Colleen and Bradley about their Britney Spears conspiracy theories. Do they think she's kidnapped right now? Um, well, sort of. They are thinking, okay, she just posted an outfit of her in black. And there was a post, a previous, um, you know, a fan post yeah. on her Instagram page that said, let us know if you're okay. Something to this effect. If you're not okay, make sure you're wearing black in your next picture. Now they're trying to get oh. her to, to put fruit emojis 
Brittany, please post fruit or if you are in danger. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, Swell could be like that for Howie, but uh, Howie Mandel, unlike Brittany, he was just more overt about it. Right. And got it. he came out and made a follow up video just to assure everybody that he's fine. He said, quote, I'm just a comedian and a father and someone who's bored and doing silly things online. To know that someone is genuinely concerned, my heart goes out to you, Aww. and I thank you for your concern, but I'm fine. Okay. Speaking of which, where's Richard Simmons? Hey, you know, he's just doing his thing. I'm really surprised that years now, what, it's two or three years after Free Richard Simmons or, or the Richard Simmons, Finding Richard Simmons, whatever it was, that podcast that would became very popular and fed into a theory that perhaps he was being held against his will at his own home, perhaps by his housekeeper, if I'm remembering this correctly. Right. And uh, and how he had just suddenly fallen silent. And then you had people from his sweat into the oldies classes and the the individual classes that he would still do out in Southern California. And he just all of a sudden one day, without warning, stopped doing everything. And has just, I think, only released a statement or two, just like... I'm fine. I just wanted to be done. And so I'm just yeah, going to be he's done. Yeah, doing his own thing, man. But he was so extra for so long that to just have him go away without any sort of explanation felt weird at a minimum and felt concerning for some. That podcast was great. I really Yeah, that was liked very it. well done. Very much but so. But I'm surprised that here we are two or three years later and we still haven't heard from him. I was convinced someone was going to get a big interview with him. Where he could just yeah, you would set think. the record straight. You but would no. think. But no! But no! I'm now going to search Richard oh, Simmons' okay, sightings. See, Rob, have? this is what he does. This is what he does. He just starts typing stuff and goes, okay, I'm piecing out. Hasn't been seen in public, uh, rarely seen in public for the last five years. You know, it's interesting. Maybe he's got some money troubles or something. I watched a documentary last night, another one. A different one, not just the Natalie Wood one, Um, that kind of has a similar vibe to it. Like this person went MIA for many years. Okay. People just do that, you know? Maybe they're embarrassed because their, their light has dimmed a little bit. Okay. I don't know. Now, look, now I'm just looking at Richard right. Simmons' right, sighting photos. They're blurry, and I'm interested. You know, the NFL, oh, like Bigfoot? Yeah. Nice. Oh, my gosh, this one, he's coming out under a blanket. The NFL Players Association says that 72 players have tested positive for the coronavirus as of last week. Whoa. That's... But not everyone in the league has been tested. So that's roughly 2.5% of the league's players. Um... ESPN is saying that's not a very large number. 72? That sounds... Like yeah, but they haven't really had much contact yet, have they? No, what they happens haven't. when they start playing? No, it's that's the great question, Funny Rob. you ask that, Rob, because um, J.J. Watt from the... Who does he play for? The Texans? Houston Texans, mm-hmm. yeah. He is saying that he's frustrated how the players are being kept in the dark, even though rookies start reporting to camp tomorrow. He said, we want to play, we want to be as safe as possible, but we haven't received a single valid plan from any team or the league in general, and we don't know if there are preseason games or not. So they don't even know. It's going to be very, very difficult. My brother and I were having a conversation about this. We're both huge fans of football, and we're just saying, can you really 
can you play football? Will they play football? Whether or not you feel like they could or not or whatever, will they play football, I suppose, is the better question. And it's it's hard to imagine that they will. I mean, imagine this. The Ivy League already came out and said that they will be doing no uh, fall collegiate sports for right. the entire Ivy League conference. Wow. The Ivy League notably was the first one to pull out of the uh, ND, uh, excuse me, the NCAA basketball tournament back in March. Right, and then they canceled the tournament a couple days later. And so, you wonder if they might, you know, know some things that maybe we don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard to imagine fall, uh, fall football. Football, absolutely. Anyway, on that note, we got some music news when we come back. Tina Turner's got a new banger out at 80. Oh my gosh, can't wait to hear this. So good, that's coming up next on The Beat. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.